welcome back to Home Addressed. I'm Margo. And I'm Jordan. And in this eight-part podcast series, we're defining our own personal styles and providing tips on decorating spaces that reflect the real you. And at the end of each episode, we highlight three takeaways to implement in your own life today. So if you haven't listened to those first two episodes, go back mm -hmm. and do that now. Um, last episode, we talked about how to edit your existing stuff by giving it the what I call the DMV test, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is durable, meaning, and versatile. So like, is it durable? Does it have meaning? And how versatile is it in your home? So I, we would love to know, actually, how you, yeah, if you did it. Yeah, did you do it? What did you think? Did it work for you? I hope so. Um, at least it got you thinking about... Yeah everything in your house so that you can start this process. Yes. Um, and now that you've done that, even if you actually physically haven't gotten rid of everything, right. it's time to... Because that's a process. That's a process. And we're not <laughs> here to say... Don't expect you to have gotten rid of all of your stuff. <laughs> I mean, you have a life. Um, but it's time to like take a look at what's left. Mm -hmm. So just really examine it. Um, can you find any similarities in the style of everything that you kept? Um, does it lean more like clean straight lines um, with very little embellishments or do you love the curves and the ornate details? Mm -hmm. um, do you tend uh, to prefer neutrals as your base pieces? Um, ivories, whites, blacks, browns or are your favorite pieces jewel tones? Like do you love, you know, do you have really um, you know, amethyst, emerald, navy, pillows, mm -hmm. like what are you drawn to? Um, is it more pastels? Is it more muddied? Like do the colors have a gray undertone so it's not super vibrant or do you love vibrant colors? Um, and then a few more, do you prefer um, more subdued metals that are like aged and old or more gleaming metals that are a little more gl like, <laughs> like glammy, right, right, you know, right. shiny, shiny, chic. <laughs> um, and then wood tones. Do you tend to like lighter wood tones, darker wood tones, medium? With that too, I think, um, like finished or unfinished. Mm -hmm raw wood mm -hmm. or more rustic with like a, yeah more mm -hmm. rustic or does it have a stain does it have a sheen yeah yeah does it have like a um shininess to it or whatever yeah yeah and I think all of these questions that we just asked walk around your house and look at yes look at what's left but look at what you really like mm -hmm. like your favorite mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. that are left and kind of go through this list of questions that we just said and, and ask yourself, what are the aspects of this piece that I like? Because then you're not having to guess mm -hmm. before, before, I mean, because right now we're talking about before we go into buying new things, before we get into any of that, figuring out what you enjoy or what aspects of furniture, decor pieces you like based on what you have in your home that you know you wouldn't want to get rid of. Yeah. Um, and so ask yourself all these questions when you're looking at those pieces and it'll help you kind of figure out, it's almost like a cheat code to figure out what you like because yeah. you're not having to just like sit there and imagine what you right. like. You're like, oh, okay, I'm like trying to think about like, what's my style? What do I like? Because you're not starting from scratch again. Right, yeah. You're not starting yeah. from scratch. You're yeah. saying, okay, well I kept these velvet right. blue pillows because I love that they're, 
a dark blue velvet color. Right. And so And they have fringe that's a little playful. Right. Yeah. So then you know, okay, all of these aspects I'm liking. And yes. then and yes. then we'll talk about how to translate that down. Yes. It's kind of like you're you're whittling it down further and further and further to give yourself a really good base concept of what your style is. It's your clip notes. Yes. yes. And so you're yes. you're kind of like it keeps boiling down, mm -hmm. condensing, condensing, mm -hmm. condensing. Mm -hmm. So, because that'll help you as you're searching in the future. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is what we decided to do it for ourselves, of mm -hmm. course, because that's what the whole point of this podcast is. Like, we are we are teaching you, but also teaching ourselves. Like, mm -hmm. hello, this is life. Well, um, it's so interesting to think about it. Yeah. Too, I think, from a perspective of someone that's a designer, mm -hmm. sometimes you make decisions without even really thinking about mm -hmm. why you're making mm -hmm. them or the thought process behind it like I feel like you and I both go a lot with just like gut instinct we're like oh yeah we just like this right and so it's really interesting to go back and look at well why do I like that yeah it's helpful yeah. and um so particularly okay so here's what here's what I came up with for me I tend to like and have always liked more muddied pastel colors um I think this some of this started with well, and we can talk about this in a second, but my, my closet, it's what mm -hmm. I wear. It's also the first piece of art I owned, which was my, that painting of my aunt by my grandmother. Oh. It's, it's, like, it's my colors. Um, a lot of blue-green base to that. Um, I really love fanciful, playful things. I like big, weird props. I have this giant mm -hmm. apple that's silver that I have my girls pose with. Um, at the start of a school year, it's like, I don't do the little, I, I like that. to do not the thing. Do you make them take a picture on the first day of school? Yes, but I don't do the like little charts. It's yeah, my yeah. version of yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I also yeah, never yeah. did the like sticker of each month. No, And this is not hating on I, anybody that does that. <laughs> but I'm trying to do something a little bit different. A little different. Um, but I do. I make, We did that. My mom would make us take a picture on our front porch. Like, yes. I, and there's so But y'all weren't going anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. But you weren't going anywhere. No. You were just going back inside? Yes. <laughs> it was literally like... Because Margo was homeschooled. Homeschooled first day of school. Oh, she didn't want you to miss out. But even even in... Or not college. Even in high school. <laughs> college. Like, I, I have a few, like, from freshman year of high school, I think she did. You know what I think we like. should do? We should start doing, like parents on their kids first day of school I would like to start Seriously. taking a picture of what I look like behind the camera <laughs> because it's a hot mess um this year the little one cried and Aww. Sloan like likes to sit on top of the apple but anyway um I also love the playfulness of it like what's the point of it I don't know but I have it and it's a great prop um waves and curves and dots and mm -hmm. balls and stripes stripes um so I love all of that I love again like unique pieces you won't find in other people's homes that speaks to the apple um I like metals with age I like to see that the pieces have lived somewhere else like I love to mm -hmm. think where did where who made this mm -hmm. where where whose home was this in um which I know speaks to you and then I tend to like along with that more matte finishes over shine but I think a combination is always good mm -hmm. because I also like silver that shined and you know right. so, so it just depends um and so when i was thinking all about all of this um there is a woman whose account on tiktok her name is allison bornstein and she's a wardrobe stylist and i think what's interesting i've always followed fashion because home trends usually follow fashion trends and i think it's always interesting um not that we are trying well, to talk about trends but they're influenced they're influenced they're very 
tightly connected. They are. And you tend to see that happen. That's sort of the natural flow of how mm -hmm. that happens in the market. But she basically uh, has started sharing like three tips to help you when you're making fashion purchases. And so distilling your style down into three words. And so what we came up with for me was playful, imaginative, and bold. Mm -hmm. um, so those were sort of the and a whimsy kind of goes in with that too and creativity but I think those are my words and we will come back to that um yes. what about you well I guess I'll I'll do my <laughs> I'll talk about my words after I talk about my kind of core mm -hmm. style values core style descriptors that I think talk about what I like um Talking about colors, which is kind of where you started, I am very, very influenced by colors that are um, naturally occurring, like in nature, literally. Yep. Yep. So I love blues, um, but not like a super bright blue. I love like a almost like a blue jean blue or like a mm -hmm. robin's egg blue. Mm -hmm. I love creamy white. Um, a, like muted sage. I love terracotta. I'm obsessed mm -hmm. with terracotta mm -hmm. or anything that's like a dark, earthy, brown, clay color. And I also really like red, which is something that you typically don't see as much. Yeah. But I do really, really enjoy um, pops of red. I, I do too. Really fun. I do too. And I think that's becoming, actually becoming a little more trendy, but I it love is. to use red. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> I don't know where I was... I feel like um, I read this somewhere, but using red, like a pop of red or a pop of black, mm -hmm. is very anchoring in your space. Yes. So I, I do yes. like to do both of those too. Yes. Um, my dream home in general, if you follow me on Instagram, if you've met me in real life, I'm sure I've told you that I <laughs> want to live on a farm with 200 million animals. That's my dream life. And so I think my style is kind of influenced by that. Um, it's very pastoral. I mm -hmm. love, I, it's almost like when you think of farmhouse style, that is not, I would think, I would not say my style is farmhouse style. It's very country mm -hmm. in there a way. It's quite a difference. But yeah. it's hard to describe that because I don't think there's a ton of good representations of that in mainstream in America uh -huh. media or whatever. Uh -huh. Um, I love collections. I'm definitely somewhat of a hoarder, mm -hmm. and so I love to collect things. I have probably 15 little dog statues of, like, various sizes and like, breeds of dogs. How many baskets would you say Oh, you my have? gosh. I have uh, probably, like... A hundred. A hundred? Yeah. I don't know. I, so I, like... I, there's particular things that I just love to yeah, collect, yeah. and I like to have a lot of the same things. I don't know why. Yeah, that is. yeah. Um, I also like to do, this was something that I thought of just when we were kind of talking about this, and it popped into my head, and I was like, hey, that is kind of a funny way that I like to decorate, but I love large pieces of furniture. I love a big statement piece of furniture. I think even if you have a small space, it can be... 
I don't think that you should limit yourself to not having large furniture. I think it always makes a space look a little more rich and comfortable, comfortable mm -hmm. and elegant. And so I love using really, really big pieces of furniture, even though my house isn't very big. Yeah. Um, but I like to put lots of little trinkets <laughs> and small pieces of decor layered on top of my furniture. So layering mm -hmm. and displaying collections and, and lots of little things is a huge way that I like to decorate. Um, I love natural wood, particularly pine. I love natural pine with like no finish, no stain, nothing like that. Um, and then like Jordan said, I also just love anything that is antiqued or has a patina or definitely shows its age, has a story. Mm -hmm. Like I'll go to an antique store and thrift a random top hat from the freaking 1800s. Because I just think it's amazing, and I just love it. I'm like, I want to yeah. put this in my yeah. house. I, I, I yeah. did that recently, and I showed it in a thrift haul on um, YouTube. I had, like, thrifted this really, really old oh, antique awesome. hat. Yeah. Because I just love it. And someone commented, and they were like, oh, my gosh, ew, sweat stains. And that, oh like, God. definitely has sweat stains in it. But they're, like, 100-year-old sweat stains, okay? <laughs> so I'm not fresh. afraid of them. It's not fresh. Right. Yeah. But I love, I love stuff like that, mm -hmm. which I think kind of goes into my whole genre and style of decorating. It's very yeah. theatrical. Yes. Um, and so my main words, I would say, are probably pastoral, romantic, mm -hmm. and layered. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that I thought of was theatrical. It's very like mm -hmm. you're kind of coming into a different world. That's what my dad said. One time when he came over to my house, he was like, I feel like I'm going into like a different little world mm. um, when I come into your house. And I love that idea. That That's it's sweet. like a, It's a kind of like an escape. Yes. Almost like a little, like you're coming into like a set or I love that. Like that. I love that. Um, okay. So now that we have our, our words, um, let's talk about gathering inspiration. And, and, you know, we are just bombarded with our screens. Mm -hmm. Our screens, they're just in our faces and Pinterest and Instagram it's so and much. it's so much. It's just so much. And it is so much. There. It is so much for all of us. It's actually too much for the human brain to comprehend, so that's a whole other and conversation. Then you start, and if you are consuming 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 all of that inspiration, you start to get really overwhelmed yes. and you start to doubt yourself. Yes. I think that's a big thing is paralysis by analysis literally like yeah. you start to freeze up yeah. because you don't know what decision to make because you've seen too many things yes you've so, seen too many things so put your screens down this is the first part of this inspiration talk like don't put your phone down like keep listening to us but <laughs> get out of your house don't use your phone as your first source of inspiration yes, yes get out of your house put your eyeballs in the world okay so here are some places that margo and i like to go to gather inspiration in our and brain. And this is here locally for us. So yeah. I think, yeah. think about, you know, not everyone can afford to travel. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. It's time consuming. Mm -hmm. And so think about places in your area where you are now that you could, you know, take a quick car ride to or even walk to that could give you inspiration. Yes. One of those places for me is Old Salem, which is a historic area in our town. Um, it was the first town, and one of the first towns, really, in this part of yeah, America. Yeah, it was like the first little set settlement, and it was um, a Moravian settlement, mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of history and everything like with that, but the homes are really, really beautiful, and to go and kind of, they've been really well preserved, mm -hmm. 
it's a, cool. it's like a living it's like a living museum it's, it's like Williamsburg. Like Williamsburg it is it's like so Williamsburg gorgeous. I love it and the colors are rich and natural yes. and gorgeous and the and they kept it very true yes. because it's like a historic site they yes. kept it true to um the colors and everything of the time yes you know there's like yes. all these different rules or whatever about because there's people that live there yes i in fact go to a book club there yes in in one of the Which homes it kind of blows it's my mind insane and they yeah. have like tr like regular folks <laughs> live in these homes yeah. Yeah. but they have to follow these extremely strict mm -hmm. regulations mm -hmm. Even what they can do on the inside of the house. Oh, it's yeah. not just the outside of the house. It's oh, yeah. It's like a, ha, when, you're, when you're part of a historic preservation. It's I mean, really it's, crazy. But it's gorgeous. But and you can go walk around, yeah, and just look. And I particularly love to go in the spring because I love the gardens. They have a beautiful, 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 mm -hmm. amazing gardens. And so. And I think when you're going through spaces like this, sorry to interrupt you, um, oh, no, no. Uh, is that don't just look at. Okay, so it's an old house. What am I looking at here? Oh, I'm looking at, look at the color combinations. Mm -hmm. Look at the way in which it's decorated. Mm -hmm. our, our, look at the scale of the pieces inside it. Look at, if you're looking at the outside of it, how, what are the materials being used? Mm -hmm. What does the stone look, look like? Are there arches? What are the windows? Like, mm -hmm. just, just not just, I think there's ways to look at things that go beyond what you might typically <sighs> think. So... I also think any local museums yes. are, can, can be full of inspiration in ways you wouldn't think. Um, there's also shops and restaurants in every town, yes. you know, that can have great design elements. Maybe have it's you not. Have been to um, Bernadine's? Bernadine? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is a restaurant we have locally here in Winston-Salem that is inside of like an old right historic home yes and, and okay take out your take out your phone to take a picture yeah take a picture yeah don't don't take a selfie. you can use you can <laughs> oh my god or not um you can use though your you're, you're never going to remember all of these things, but just no. if something inspires you, take a picture. And then walks around your neighborhood, walks in historic neighborhoods yeah. in your town, look at the architecture. I, when I take my dog on walks in my neighborhood, there's a lot of old homes in my neighborhood. I can yes. see inside them, which I is totally that. creepy. And also, also why are... at dusk, like when it's dark out yeah. and the lights are on, you can really see right. inside also, the Right. Also, why, why are our TVs so giant? That's another, yeah. that's a gross thing. And, um, but look at all the lamps. Love yes. the lamps. The lamps help you see inside rooms and how people have, have, have decorated. And then um, I liked the idea of signing up for holiday house tours, yes. like way to get into the homes in your area. You could literally walk into people's homes. Because I'm creepy like that. I yeah. want to see what yeah. these houses ooh, look like ooh, on the inside. Or, of course, open houses when people are selling. Yes. But see, those are generally not... There's usually staged, and we're not going to talk about staging here no, because no, 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 no. we're not going to go there. But... You do see some of the, the architectural. architecture, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And then I also just wanted to remind everybody, in your walking journeys, look up and look down. Mm -hmm. Like, look at tile, look at look at pavers, look, look at, at I was super inspired. Yes, I was in Portugal, and that is a travel, a trip. But the, the simple um, pavers and tile of the streets... Mm. On the sidewalks, I took a million pictures of, and I'm sure I'm going to reference at some point. I get really inspired. That kind of reminds me. I get really inspired by storefronts mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. cities, particularly in Europe, because it, it's so much more historic there. Mm -hmm. 
but just like the signage, yeah. the lighting that they have outside the shop, the paint colors that they've used on, yes. used on little like facades outside of the stores. Yes. I get super inspired by yes. the storefronts. Yes, I think that's a great point. Um, okay, beyond getting out and about, when you're out and about, go to a bookstore. Mm -hmm. This is another idea. I actually do this a lot. I Sure, I'll buy. I do buy plenty of design magazines and books, and actually the best place to buy old books if you can find them at a thrift store, you're lucky, but eBay mm -hmm. is great for that. Also, you know, of course, Amazon, and we're going to link Etsy. Yep. We're going to, we're going to include our, in our show notes, we're going to list a lot of these sources for you. But, um, I love to go into a Barnes and Noble and pull out a bunch oh, of books and too. take pictures with my phone Yes, and I not buy them all. The same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, and so when you're there here, here, the, okay. The American magazines, House Beautiful, Architectural Digest, El Decor, Domino, um, they're all gr they're all great. They go through different editors. They go through different vibes. Um, a lot of them are making concentrated efforts to have more diversity in the magazines, which I applaud, mm -hmm. and show different spaces than what. That's the problem too. Is like instead of just celebrity homes, I get right. so tired of right. just looking at celebrity right. homes because, and that's why it's we so were talking unrelatable. About this before, but it's so unrelatable. It's so unrealistic. I tend sometimes I'll watch the. Architectural Digest, like, what is it called? The house tours. House tours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's like a there's like a word for those. Or oh yeah. Bit, like the title. Open house, maybe. Or, yeah. Or is that open Vogue's? door? Is that open door. door. Yeah. Anyways, I I get really mm -hmm. just like bored of those mm -hmm. because it's so unrealistic. Those people are so wealthy and they've hired you know these top designers mm -hmm. to source these top pieces that are with so insane expensive, budgets. Yeah. With insane budgets, yeah. and it's like. Not to say that it's bad or ugly or anything like that. It just feels very unattainable. And so, yeah. And a little tired, honestly, yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm like yeah. these extreme, kind of an extreme display yeah. of wealth or whatever. It feels a little bit like. It's like a bathroom that's like marble, floor to ceiling, everything. everything. It's just yeah. too much. Yeah. And so I think um, it's, not, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Yeah. And that's why I enjoy the. European stuff like yes. you were just talking yes. about. Um, so all the European magazines, House and Garden, L Decoration, anything, if you go to the section, in the design section, there's all these European, Australian magazines. Mm -hmm. um, those are really, listen, you also don't have to speak the language to look at the pictures. No. So I, there's a French. <laughs> I can barely read in general. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm like just always looking at pictures. pictures. Um, <laughs> The French uh, L decoration is really fantastic. That's how I. That's how I. One of the ways I used to um, come up with ideas. And one magazines. of the things I think that's so. One of the reasons why I like those so much are because the homes that you're seeing, even the wealthy homes, even the homes of the people that are really rich, they're old. And so, you know, it's not this giant mm -hmm. new build mm -hmm. in LA where everything is pristine and mm -hmm. white and perfect. Even the rich people are living in a very, very old home, typically. And so you're still getting... The ones you know, you're talking about, the European the ones. Yeah, yeah, you're still getting yeah. the cracks in the ceiling. You're still yeah. getting the... Nothing is perfect. Yes. And I, and I really, really like that. And I think that the European publications 
tend to do that a lot better yes, yes. than the American ones. Yeah, and I think when it comes to design books too, like if you do know, if you do, if you have a better sense of what your personal style at home is, and you and you know how to select books that follow in line with that, mm -hmm. that's great. But there are some there are some design books out there that really do a great job of giving a breadth of uh, how to do some basics. Yes, um, and just also this idea of what we're talking about, which is this this imperfect there's a book called the perfectly imperfect home mm -hmm. by it's, deborah it's, needleman it was the first design book that i ever bought oh wow yeah it was the first design book that i ever bought and i it was just so impactful to me because it does give design advice but i think more than that it kind of gives you tools for kind of how to live in your home mm -hmm. and have a comfortable, cozy house that feels like you. Yeah, and it's that like very feels special. It's very intentional. And I just love that. Yeah. I, and so yeah. I would say this is my number one design book that I'd recommend. Yeah. Her style is very much kind of like English country vibes, mm -hmm. which is exactly mm -hmm. what I like. Yeah. But I think it could resonate she, with anyone. Deborah Needleman is a, was the founder of Domino. So she's she's like classic, classic mm -hmm. editor. It's very um, traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Which is perfect if you're starting out. Right. Well, it also, it just, it, it gives you the breadth of like, of all the ways in which to start building a, a home, essentially, mm -hmm. building your style. And I think, and you are also, there's also, there's a British designer, um, Beata Human, mm -hmm. and her book, Every Room Should Sing, also yes. really talks about, it is a particular style, and for some it might be too much or too funky. Uh, too funky. But what she talks about is the ways in which um, to build that, and I think well, that's what we're trying to get learn at. Something yes. in any of these books, you're going to yes. learn something, regardless of if it's yes. exactly in line with what you want. I mean, yeah. it's rare that I ever read something or see a picture where I'm like, every single thing in this picture I like. Right. That's the other thing. There's things that you can glean from so many different places, and Even so if, you, if it's not your exact right. style, like we also went down this path of. Even other books that are mm -hmm. not design books. I love to look at cookbooks for inspiration personally because particularly ones that have really great tablescapes or show a little bit of the kitchen or the room or the outdoors. Um, some of those are The Cook's Atelier um, and then A Table for Friends by Skyma Cowpine. I love her Instagram account too. Mm -hmm. But she has a couple different cookbooks. She has a home in... The UK, and then she also has a house in Venice, which is pretty amazing. Mm. And um, her cookbooks, their recipes, obviously, but then she has beautiful pictures of her homes and her tablescapes. And I just love, even like for me, in kind of being drawn to color schemes that are very natural and come from nature also like color schemes that come from food is really mm. interesting looking at the colors of food um paired with the tablescape that's interesting all of that yeah. i love that yeah it's like a pear plus uh a pile of grapes is like ooh, i <laughs> like really interesting green right. with, an, with a like a deep deep it like can just inspire you i mean I think the whole plant. point of yeah. all of this is just yeah. to kind of say 
you can be inspired by so many things and in so many ways mm -hmm. that are apart from your phone and Pinterest or Instagram. Yeah, like this this weekend, I was watching, I was introducing my daughter to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the movie, which, oh my God, is <laughs> amazing. I kinda, I'm not going to lie, kind of have PTSD from that movie. Oh, you probably watched it too young. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So I. The scene where they're in the tunnel. Okay, it's scary. It's Sloan very had disturbing. to. She did have to close her eyes. And what happened to the kids? Oh, they they end up well in the movie. In the book, they end up meeting everybody outside what the factory. In the movie? Oh, I don't know what happens. They probably are go bye bye. <laughs> they go. They become chocolate. They become chocolate. Um, which is not so bad. But in the last scene, um, she uh, Charlie comes into the Willy Wonka's office, and the whole office is like half. Like it's half faces and half it's weird and Which funky. Which is very funny. Like it's very funny cool and weird. Though. But yeah. basically, the wallpaper was all strips, half wallpaper, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it's I so neat. I took a photo with my phone. Yeah. It's like those are the places. Also, when I was in Portugal, this table, which inspired, I couldn't buy the table. But I used the shape of the table, the shape at the bottom of the to table. Inspire you. To inspire I flipped it upside down and flipped it all around, and it became a flower box in my daughter's yes. room. Yeah, I. it's the same for me. I think I'm always kind of seeing things. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so random, but I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. And, it, and, and it's, like, influencing me. Mine, similar to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> which I don't know if I can ever rewatch that movie. Um, I'll hold your hand. I really, 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 really love the Pride and – well, anything like a Jane Austen, the books, but also, like, any of the movies I'm obsessed with. The two, I think, is it 2008 or 2005, Pride and Prejudice with Keira mm -hmm. Knightley? Mm -hmm. That movie, every single home, every single room, every single set in that movie, I want to live inside of that set. I can watch that movie on an endless loop and still see something new mm, and exciting and different in those rooms. That's cool. And I just am obsessed yeah. with them. I yeah. was reading, who is it? I may have seen this on Instagram or somewhere, but... Someone posted that their client had asked for them to color match the color of the room, the Bennett's, like, family, oh, like, sitting so room. cool. Which is this, like, gray-blue color. So cool. And literally oh, I think they I wanted that. to have, like, color match so they could paint their house that same color, which is so, totally Basically, something that I do. Yeah. Um, but I love, love, love. And actually the new... Um, the new persuasion uh -huh. has some really, really yeah. pretty sets. Yeah, yeah. that's a good I wasn't, one. I wasn't like a huge, huge fan of the movie, yeah. but the sets were really beautiful. And yeah, that's great. There's a lot of movies that I, I think that it's it's all about really training your eye to look differently at mm -hmm. things. And then once you start doing it, it becomes habitual. Yes. And so it, it becomes easier. Um, okay, so now that we've talked through the, the non-digital sources, um, we are going to go back to those words and we're gonna actually go to our computers and try a little experiment, okay, or your phones. We're gonna type in, on, we're gonna head to Pinterest. And the reason why, um, I mean, Pinterest is the number one tool for visual inspiration like in the world digitally, right? Like mm -hmm. we all, we wanna hate on it and it is, I think, quite confusing. But, but if you can, it can use it. It can be a helpful tool. Right. If you can try not to get too right. overwhelmed. <laughs> so we're going to type in, I'm going to type in my three words. Are you typing it in? I'm typing like, it in a search. Like one of the words with like decoration or interior? Or Let's see. Playful design. Maybe design? with the word design. Okay. Or playful home. What do you think? I don't know. We could try both. 
Okay. We'll see what comes up, and let me see if it feels. Now you know Pinterest now. Well, Pinterest now does this thing at the top, styles for you, and that can be helpful if you kind of scroll through that. Okay, so I just typed in pastoral home uh -huh. decor, uh -huh. and it's very. I mean, look at that. So describe that. It's so I'm the picture that I pulled up. It is this definitely an old home. Mm -hmm. that has this really interesting, I wouldn't even, I mean, what would you call this type of? Oh, it's like a molding on the wall. Like it's, it's like wainscoting. very tall yeah. wainscoting, yeah. basically. Like yeah. that almost reaches the ceiling. That's interesting. And then it has like a um, railing on the top and there's these blue and white china plates and there's this beautiful oh, antique picture in a gold frame. Um, there's some really pretty curtains, fabrics, and the room that wainscoting is, painted a dusty dusty gray blue yeah that's very cool which is exactly that's me cool. and then it has a natural like mm -hmm. medium mm -hmm. light dark wood floor mm -hmm. it's just so me and I actually already have this pin saved yep that's great <laughs> now so mine is bringing up um kid spaces which oh is like very appropriate but also I think there's this idea that like adult spaces can't be playful yes which is total Yes. Well, you hear um, a lot, like, moms say or certain people say, like, oh, I put the most effort into my kid's room or yeah. I had the most fun decorating yes. my kid's room. Yes, and It's like, well, you can Why? have fun decorating your room, yeah. too. Yeah. So the so for me, the Lucy Williams, um, probably because yes. I have it pinned, but it's a blue living room. It's, like, a really um, a playful daisy big print on the wall. Um, it is a brown suede sofa. It's got kind of um it definitely has vintage 70s vibes but the space and it's got a paper lantern as the oversized scale is being played with here um lots of really vibrant colors that feels right for me so this is just to get you give you that sense that you know this is a way to start searching pinterest a few tips about pinterest that we wanted mm -hmm. to talk about um, when you find a pin that speaks to you like you'll want to pin it and and in general you need to, Margaret and I think that pinning based on room, like creating boards for each room or like spaces yes, is I think helpful. I remember, and do the same thing with Instagram because Instagram, mm -hmm. like when you save pictures on Instagram, you can save them per to particular um, mm -hmm. boards or whatever. Kind of, It's like very similar to Pinterest. Yeah. And I first started doing that and I would just all save it. It's like, I would just like save it. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and now I've like, I have specific oh, good for you. home, bedroom, kitchen, garden, um, entry room. Mm -hmm. It helps you organize. Yeah. yeah, because no one is decorating. Very, very rarely is someone decorating their whole ass house in one go. Like yeah. you're doing it yeah. room by room. Yeah. So it's very helpful to have it broken down into inspiration. You know, room by room. So and then you can if say, you okay, I'm redoing your bathroom, let's go look at my bathroom. Right. Board. And then if you if you do have overall pins that are just like style, overall style, that's fine to have a catch-all board. Yes. Or have like um, another board that I have that it's, is interesting is like an aesthetic board. Yes. Which is. Oh, gosh, just a mixture of a whole bunch of different stuff. It's clothing, it's food, it's yeah. 
places it's like a lot of farm animals <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but, but yeah it's like kind of your overall yeah. aesthetic which can be super helpful in yeah. kind of getting in tune with yeah you can visit you, like. you can visit that first and then you can go right. <laughs> into the pens but what i think is interesting about that that's where a place like your screen you screenshot your neighbors uh okay without them like calling the police on you but like you screenshot their window the shape of their window um the arch or something and then you can actually send your screenshot to pinterest i don't know if people know yeah, you can do so that pin, you can make your own pins yes. basically yes so like that's a place and, and also when you start pinning to your boards look below because the algorithm automatically right. populates that are similar yeah. similar things so you can start pinning those um, and at first, like, don't analyze too much, just pin. I think that's helpful because then you, then you can go back and see sort of if some patterns are emerging. Mm -hmm. And if something doesn't, res doesn't resonate, then you can get rid of it, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but that is a way to sort of get that Pinterest, uh, you know, just getting into the habit of that. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about planning for the future in the next episode with maybe some of these pins if you're pinning specific yes. products but right now we're really talking about gathering the inspiration, the inspiration. Um, a few other things about online the online world um, we both get some newsletters yes and I'm followers. subscribed to the house and garden newsletter like is it a newsletter uh -huh, I get it too it yeah called, I guess? yeah it goes to your email mm -hmm. yeah it goes to your email so like every day mm -hmm. literally every day they send mm -hmm. you it's like an article which mm -hmm. with pictures and mm -hmm. and dif different various things and I actually love looking at that I yeah. look at it every day so a lot of if you have if you find a favorite magazine news site you can obviously sign up for their newsletter um if you there are there are plenty of interior design lessons if you really mm -hmm. wanted to get into the weeds of learning um mm -hmm. rita koenig who is um a british editor she has a series on create academy that's yeah, really fantastic that, and you can i think create academy has a youtube channel okay well and you like the the, With the well, i think i think the youtube channel is actually just trailers but if you're curious yeah, yeah. you can go and you like also the rita koenig trailer is yes. on there and you can go watch master it class like a has a kelly worsler class mm -hmm. i did actually do that one um but master class is pricey um it, it I, I got some lessons out of it but i i was really taking it in just from a is this practical for people and it's still like she's just so she her access to materials is just so much more just another level more. so yeah just more <laughs> just more well and, and uh, youtube so, in general being someone that i I create videos for YouTube, but I also love watching YouTube. There's a lot of mm. cool people on YouTube that are not celebrities. They're just normal people that have beautiful homes and beautiful areas and post home tours or garden tours or thrifting content. Mm -hmm. So kind of finding people on YouTube, because that's free. And a lot of times those people have amazing taste and amazing homes. Yep. And they're giving you essentially a free home tour. Yeah. Um, you know that you can go watch and free advice or whatever so i love watching home tours on I mean, youtube of also, regular people yeah and also if this all feels like too much just don't pick your lane pick right. one way one place to to because i know it seems like we're throwing a lot at you but if this is just how well not everyone's going to want to get on youtube right. not everyone's right. going to want to get on instagram i feel like generally <laughs> i feel like everybody has pinterest but you might not have no, pinterest no. and that's fine and it too. might be too much 
Um, and take like do do it for just a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. Take breaks. Um, a few Instagram accounts that we wanted to talk about. Um, there are a few people besides just telling you about like great designers to follow because that also can feel like designers work really hard. Um, traditional interior designers to share their work, but they keep their sources private because their clients pay a lot of money mm. to have them design their spaces, and so they can't just give out their information, mm -hmm. nor a lot of a lot of their sourcing you can't access as a regular person. So instead of, I mean, you can follow that for inspiration, sure. There are a few accounts that are doing design education, sort of like us. Um, Kate Arends at Wit and Delight is, is fantastic. Harris Vintage is another one I love. Caitlin's very funny and shares a lot of insight. Mm -hmm. um, then we both, Margo and I both follow a lot of like, um, inspiration only accounts like they don't even necessarily tell you the lesson they're just no, sharing the image it's just like images yeah. and sometimes if i follow i like to follow um brands particularly mm -hmm. small brands textile brands mm -hmm. um bespoke furniture brands yep that just share images of the products that they're creating because yes. it, that can be such great inspiration yes um so it doesn't have to be a designer it could be like William Morris mm -hmm. wallpaper. You're mm -hmm. following that account and looking at the rooms that they're posting and the wallpapers that they're posting. Yeah, this account called like Picnic for Lunch is just is just inspiration account and and right. you know they'll tag the designers, but it's from all over the world, so it's just just inspiration. It's like basically like a Pinterest it's just board. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> right. it's someone's yeah. personal Pinterest board Literally. made public. Um, and then I love this idea. You were talking about travel accounts. Mm -hmm. um, I love following travel accounts. Mm -hmm. I love following sometimes even fashion accounts not like a fashion blogger but mm -hmm. um like british vogue mm -hmm. because a lot of times those accounts are posting vintage mm -hmm. photos and pictures of vintage outfits and spaces and photo shoots yeah that's a great that's a great point and also we will talk about fashion a little bit next week because i want to talk about getting to a core color palette um, as part of your design plans and mm -hmm. i think one of your biggest places to find that inspiration is your closet mm -hmm. what colors you love are often what you wear so anyway these are just just kind of a catch-all of all kinds of accounts that we're following we'll put these in the show notes um, but essentially follow we like this idea of you're following on instagram you're following a thread essentially like think mm -hmm. of it like you're going down a little wormhole <laughs> and safely click on a similar <laughs> account like you can follow to get to new places yeah don't stop mm -hmm. with the one account just kind of keep going like when you go into instagram and you can click that little plus button and it'll show you yeah. people's accounts that are similar yeah. i always like to go do that like because let, it helps me discover new let accounts. the let the app do the work for mm -hmm. you in that way um and then you just end up spending, and then there goes your night. And then five hours later, you emerge. <laughs> and then you're on a deep dive of Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that's it for today. Let's talk about the three takeaways. Getting to your three words, ish, three-ish words that mm -hmm. are going to help you with your searches. Um, that's tip one. Tip two, finding non-digital inspiration in a digital world mm -hmm. so get out off close your laptop close your phone read a book read a book <laughs> um i actually used to hate reading i'm not gonna lie and then 
I, I came around. And then and you I found really pictures. Yeah, <laughs> and then you found pictures. books with pictures. No, then I started reading yeah. for pleasure instead right. of reading what I thought made me look intellectual. Right. Which is a huge thing. And so if you and if you like picture books, read your picture books, okay? <laughs> read the magazines. That's right. That's right. Number three, use Pinterest intentionally. Like don't, you know, really go on a hunt. Follow the thread. Be open-minded. Don't let it, try not to let it overwhelm you. Yeah. Like, take little bites of it. Just mm -hmm. use it as a tool instead of, like, use it it's to your advantage. It's not end-all, be-all. That's right. That's right. And you don't have to recreate an exact Pinterest photo in In fact, you shouldn't. You yeah, should you shouldn't. never take what you see and just regurgitate because it's not going to feel like you. Yes. You are your own unique person with a gift to give the world. <laughs> And a, and a gift of a room to share with your people. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. and Like, share, comment, subscribe. tell us your words. I don't think you can subscribe to this. <laughs> but Thanks oh, for joining. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. If you've been enjoying the podcast, I think that's a thing, right? Yes. I don't think you can do that on Spotify. Yes. But you can do it on Apple. Oh, and check out the show notes. We will have included links to a lot of the books and the things that we've been talking about in this episode. All right. I think that's it for today. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.